0: Glad you're availing yourselves of the powerful message provided by Wisdom Connection, the Media Ministry of Wisdom International Network Ministries, where individuals have been helped to shape their future to fulfill their God-given destinies. We pray that too, in message, will enable you to find fulfillment in life. Now let's receive the message. The devil tries to bring an accusation against you. You can rebuke him in the name of Jesus and plead your case before God even though you've been what? Caught red-handed. Red-handed is saying, right? With the blood on your hands. Because you didn't do it willingly. You were what? Leered into it and under the you gave in. So entrapment simply means that the devil puts certain pressure on you and led you slowly. And entrapment doesn't come just at once. It comes gradually. Mm-hmm. Gradually. That's why we have to really watch the things we used to enjoy, which is not God's will for us before we became born again. Because let me tell you something. And some religious people will not teach me, but I'll teach this boldly. There are some things you did that is outside the will of God for your life, and you enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. You are not forced to do it. You love doing it until you realize that this that I'm doing is not helping my relationship with God. Yes. So God encourages us to always submit to His will and not our willpower. Because your willpower cannot help you when it comes to things of the world that you love. The Bible says in John, it says, Friendship with the world is enmity against God. I'll say that again. Being friendly with the world, having a relationship with the world will not help your relationship with God. Mm-hmm. So there are some things that worldly people do it and do it freely. When you go and try to do it, you can see that you can't function. Why? Because you are in this world, but God has not placed you, uh, you are not out of this world. Am I helping this situation? Is it okay? Mm-hmm. So today we're talking about entrapment. And I want you to listen carefully to understand that entrapment comes slowly. Mm-hmm becomes gradual. One of the reasons why people become entrapped is what I'm going to emphasize, especially in the church and in Christian it's offense. That's the one thing that the devil uses as a door, an open door, an opportunity to entrap other people. See, when you become born again and you give your life to Christ, God builds defenses around you. It gives you a strong resolve to say no to things that weakens your faith and things that discourage a relationship with him. God gives you defenses for us. Most of you that became sincerely born again, you can remember that the moment you became born again, you lost appetites for a lot of things that you were used to doing and doing comfortably. Mm-hmm. But as you grow in Christ with time, because of confidence in Him and knowing that you're covered and God mm-hmm. has your back, you can lay your defenses down and then you become comfortable, I mean, going into some of these things because they're part of your lineage. Mm-hmm. In, in, in more theological sense, we talk about uh, generational curses. I mean, something similar to that. Things that are part of your DNA. You see, DNA is natural, but God says it spiritually. Amen. I'll say that again. DNA is natural, bloodline from your lineage, physical lineage. But so when you become born again, your spiritual bloodline changes. Amen. And all you have to work hard for to do and to make sure it's established properly is when you line up with your spiritual DNA rather than line up with your natural DNA. You see, religion doesn't emphasize on these things. They talk as if we choose to do wrong or we choose to do right. Paul said, no, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. He says that I, of my own self, can do nothing. It's by the grace of God over my life. Paul said, the things that I want, I cannot do. But the things I don't want to do, I see myself doing it more and more. Then I realize that there is another law in my members that is setting me up for failure. But thanks be to Jesus the Christ. Mm -hmm. Very, very important. Yes, In uh, Matthew... You could read it 6 11 it's just a straightforward scripture. Jesus was telling his disciples, he says, and blessed is he whosoever shall not be offended in me. Matthew eleven six. It's blessed is he, you are blessed if you overcome the offense syndrome. You're blessed if you don't allow people to push your buttons to take you back to your old negative tracts. You're blessed if you can look at somebody cursing you out and turn that curse into what? Into a joke and smile about it. Because offense is one of the things the devil uses as an open door to get access to our lives. Mm. Paul told the Galatians, have you begun in the spirit and now going to end up in the flesh? Mm. Walking in the flesh is an entrapment. Allowing the things of the flesh to leave you instead of the things of the spirit, is an entrapment. Why am I teaching this subject? Ladies and gentlemen, I'm teaching this subject because it's become very common in the house of God. People want even pastors, apostles, teachers and evangelists to be politically correct. But when the politics play a higher role in theology, see theology is simply the knowledge of God, knowing God and what he wants, and positioning yourself To please God rather than to please yourself or the powers that be. You see, at the end of the day, what you love doing will strengthen you to cancel what God loves for your life. Mm -hmm. I want to take my time so that you can understand that entrapment is deeper than just becoming offended in church. Because you see, when the devil wants to get you, he gets you out of the path. And some of you are depending so much on your willpower. Your willpower becomes stronger against the devil when you connect that willpower to the will of God for your life. I'll say that again. What they call willpower is the sovereignty that God gave man to make choices for himself. Yes. Of all God's creation, he didn't give any of his creation sovereignty. Even angels who have to do God's bidding. We are the only creation of God God gave will to to say no to him or to say yes to him. That's the power he gave us. And God being a loving father wants us to use our will in his will so that the devil will not have access to us. So when you're finding it difficult as a child of God to believe God, I'm teaching you something you can use. Entrapment leads us into strong spiritual warfare. When you realize that all the good things God wants for you, you can't find yourself committing yourself to it, to see it happen in your life. But every time you take a step forward, you take five steps back, you need the help of God. You need the help of God, not the help of another human being who are flaws just like yourself. Mm -hmm. You need the help of God, not another human being who has given himself or himself a title and is trying to lure you gradually into another trap. How many of you know that when you allow another human being to dominate your life, you allow witchcraft in your life? Yes. Because if you can make decisions for yourself, you have to be able to know what the will of God is for you and follow it. Amen. But you see, because most of us don't know what God's will is for us, we commit our lives for another human being who says he knows what God's will for. Mm-hmm. And we have given them the title prophets. Yeah. And they tell you daily what God said you should do. Mm-hmm. Why not find it? Uh, what do you call it? Uh, what is the word? I I've forgotten this word. You can edit it, right? Yeah. Why not make it a commitment to yourself? Mm-hmm to reset, to find what God's will is for you. Because if God is your Father, He doesn't need a medium to talk to you. Amen. If God really, really has begotten you and He calls you His child, He doesn't need anybody to talk to you except you being disobedient and distracted. Then you let circumstances and situations and people come whisper to you. But let me tell you something. If you understand God... The devil will try all he can, but he cannot what? Entrap you. Why? Because the hedge of protection of God's power is all over. Amen. And God is so merciful. Yes. We read a scripture last week, 2 Timothy chapter 2. If some of you can open to it, we can read that and then we'll build upon that. Um, what do you call it? Discovery. Recovery is a slow process. Just like entrapment is a gradual process, recovery becomes a slow process. Very, very key. So offense. Guard your heart from offenses. I have a lot of scriptures I can give you. You can read later. Ecclesiastes 7, 21 to 22 says that don't listen to every word that people are saying. I'm paraphrasing because if you do, you might even hear your housemaid cursing you out. Mm-hmm. And guess what? What is painful than to hear somebody you feed clothes and house curse you out? Curse means mean in American language insulting you. We use curse in Africa like what? You've been voodoo, right? But in American terms, they curse you out, means they insult you. They speak despitefully against you. They insult you literally. If you want to hear everything, you hear what you don't want to hear. Mm -hmm. So Ecclesiastes says that don't listen to what people say. Ecclesiastes 7.21. Proverbs 18.19 also says that a friend to win that is offended is difficult than breaking a city. Breaking into a city. I'm paraphrasing. You can write this down. But I want us to read the Timothy so you can look at how the devil entrusts people. He entraps you gradually. So you have to recover what? Gradually. When you become offended in the house of God, let me give you a good advice. Take yourself out of the equation and begin to take the prescription from the word of God of how you have to discover yourself from the offenses. I'll say that again. Recover yourself from the offenses. Because if you don't do that, the first thing the devil does when you become offended, hold on I'll let you read in a minute, is he places a root, a seed, that becomes a root in your life. Mm-hmm. You see, a seed grows roots, right? Yes. So the seed of offense becomes that which the devil will see grow. Hebrews mm-hmm. 12, 15-16 says that you have to be careful lest a root of bitterness bring forth in your life not to destroy the one who offended you, but to destroy you. So this is what entrapment does. Mm-hmm. The thing happens, you took it to heart, it becomes a seed. It grows and then it festers. When a root grows, it gives out what? Different branches, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. The branches, one of the branches that you can see that somebody's uh, entrapped is they don't appreciate anything. Mm-hmm. They used to be very appreciative. All of a sudden, they don't appreciate anything. They become entitled. Another thing is, nothing excites them anymore. Mm -hmm. Especially if they were offended in church. Anytime you mention anything about church, they have something negative quickly to negate it. If they were offended by a pastor, oh, those pastors, those thieves, but once upon a time, they were committed, dedicated to a church. They were the first before to go to church, the last people to go out. come out. Now they've taken an adverse position. You see, it's all in the scripture we're going to read, 2 Timothy. You see, being an adverse person means once upon a time, you are part of it. Now you have taken what? An opposite decision. They see Christians excited about God. They get mad. Why are you excited about a God who killed my mother? They are offended. Mm-hmm. Giving, giving? Why do I have to give my money to somebody? But once upon a time, they know giving is a principle God has established in his word to help his children become wealthy and prosperous. Mm-hmm. So I'm teaching this subject to help somebody who has been through this situation And they are allowing the devil to hold them captive. Mm -hmm. Remember, Jesus' number one work. When he went to hell, the Bible says in Ephesians, he led captivity captive and gave gifts to men. It's only men who can do the work of God Mm -hmm. on earth, not angels. Mm -hmm. So men will offend you. Mm -hmm. But you have to position yourself that the offense will not become a seed Mm -hmm. and grow roots to destroy you. Mm. Am I teaching good? Yes. If men offend you, it's because they're men, they're fallible. Just like you can offend somebody, mm-hmm. But when you allow the offense to stay in your heart, which of course, programs have encouraged us to guard. Because it's the machine that manufactures our heart. When the offense gets into your heart, it's gotten you. Mm-hmm. And it will destroy the one who offended you, but will destroy you. Yes. So now let's read the scripture. 2 mm-hmm. Timothy 2, 26. And, th- and that they may recover themselves out of the snare of the devil. Alright. Take are- your time. I want to break it down. And that they may recover. 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 Anytime you hear the word recover, the thing has been whole and the noun is affected has if, has been if. Affected, so you're taking a slow process to gain control back, that they may recover themselves from who, from who, from who, from the trap of the devil, the trap of the devil. So my introduction is right, right? He lays tracks that will set you up into a trap Mm. and then you become entrapment. I've just taught you one thing that's offense. When you see somebody who is very bitter, they've been offended. If you see somebody who doesn't forgive, they have been offended. So the devil lays those traps and gradually lure you into a what? A trap. They will recover themselves from the devil. Mm -hmm. Who takes them? Continue. The devil who are taken captive by him at his will. He takes you captive at the devil's will. That's, is that what you says? He says to do his will. To do his will. You're not supposed to do the will of the devil. At worst, do your own will. Don't do the devil's will. Amen. At worst. Because you have a will too. Mm-hmm. That's what God gave you as a sovereign human being to run your life. So you write your own rules and live it. And suffer the consequences. But to do somebody else's will, you've lost what? A hundred times over. Why well, not let me do what I want to do? And somebody comes, rather than do your will and suffer with you. And you get in the picture I'm trying to draw. Yes. So God has given us, His children, an opportunity to use our will right. And for us to be able to master how to do our will, the willpower, willpower. Let's tie our will to his will. Because he's a loving father and he will not lead us astray. Mm-hmm. To those of you who ask the question, if God is there, why? I'm teaching you that. God will not interfere in your decision-making. Why? Because he is giving you sovereignty. Sovereignty means that you are a human being who has power of choice to make choices to turn your life around or to make choices to destroy your life. Mm-hmm. The downside is, which I will emphasize in a minute, is some people, their will has been beaten down so much that they need recovery. They need to slowly get out of the control and the slave market of the devil, who makes them do his will and not God's will and their own will, to a point where the devil says, do it, they say, no, I won't do it this time. Mm -hmm. Oh yes, there's a possibility. You could come to that place when your will has been built by God to a point that you can know this is the will of God for me, this is the will of the devil for me, I choose God's will. Because if you don't choose one, one will choose you. Yes. Can I say that again? <clears throat> if you don't choose one, one will choose you, meaning that God gave you your will to make that choice. So not making the choice is a choice in itself. Yeah. And because God is so gentle, you will... not Push you against your will. He you knows it's manipulation. He knows it's witchcraft. But the devil plays a deadly game. He came to steal, to kill, and to destroy. You give him answers, he's taking over. Mm-hmm. So stop blaming the devil. Stop blaming people. Stop blaming your circumstances. Sit down, analyze, and find a center stage. And put your will in there and decide whose will you're going to submit your will to. Either you're submitting your will to the devil or submitting your will to yourself. And when you submit your will to yourself, now you have a bigger devil to deal with. He will take you captive at his will, not your will. So you don't want to smoke that thing that thing so much. I don't want to mention his name, but that's what you end up going into over and over again. And there's a psychologist who wants to... Give you a pacifier to keep you there. Tells you, oh, it's an addiction. An addiction has to go through X, Y, and D." Sometimes you don't need a psychologist. You need the Jesus, the Christ. Amen. 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 He is a yoke breaker, a burden bearer, and he can take you through the process yes. to recover mm-hmm. so that they will recover themselves. Look at Hebrews seven twenty five. Hebrews 7.25, a very powerful scripture. Very, very powerful. If you're there, I would like you to help me read that. Hebrews 7.25. Because people take this Jesus thing for granted. Wherefore, he is able also to save them to the uttermost, that come unto God by him, seeing he ever lived to make intercessions for them. Thank you. That was a powerful reading. He says, Mm -hmm. what? Wherefore, he's also able to what? (laughs) To save them Mm -hmm. to the last degree. The English word, optimus, means to the last degree. So, no matter how far you're gone in life, Jesus Christ is able to bring you back to life. Mm -hmm. Some people play... So down on the name Jesus Christ like he's just uh, one superhero that ever lived. No, Jesus Christ is a life-giving force. Well the English word well means that no matter how far you've gone, when you submit your will to his will, because he's a high priest that lives like you live, knows how difficult what you're going through is, He will empower you to overcome that addiction. He will empower you to overcome that enslavement. He will empower you to overcome that shortcoming. Why? Because he lived where we're living right now. And the Bible says he can be filled with the feeling of our infirmity. So don't give excuses. They call something fetus alcohol syndrome or alcohol fetus syndrome. Which one it is? Fetus alcohol syndrome? What it simply means that if your mom was an alcoholic and you were conceived yeah. as an alcoholic, or your dad was a drug addict, and you were conceived as a drug addict, you come up with an alcoholic. You see, they have already given you opportunity to give excuses. Mm-hmm. So when you grow up and you have appetite for drugs, it's because the tracks have been laid. But I'm teaching you how you can get out of it. Yeah. You can get out of it through the power of Jesus Christ, the one who came lived, died for your sins and your enslavement, so that when you give your life to Him, you no longer live by yourself, but you live by the Son of God who came to live for you. Let me tell you confidently: if you die in Christ, even smoking crack, you still go to God. You know why? Because that's the criteria for our salvation. There are a lot of people who are saved. I was watching this musician, popular musician, some of you might might know him, DMX. I was watching his video yesterday, praying. I showed it to you. This guy's prayer was so powerful. And he was so sincere, he said, God. I've done it my own way for a long time. I can't do it anymore. Now I want to position myself for what you have for me so that everything I do, whether I sing, or rap, I'll rap to your glory. Do you know what he died out of? Drug overdose. That's what I'm teaching you. He died out of drug overdose. He knows what is right to do, but his will has been entrapped into the will of the devil. He died out of drug I wish he could have learned to strengthen himself to recover so that he would become a very good testimony for the kingdom of God. But I still believe he's saved, you know why? Because his life is in the hands of God. Most of you that are religious, goody-two-shoes people, the fact that somebody is born again, but he's struggling doesn't mean God has disqualified him. Yeah. We disqualify those people. We do, we the church. Yeah. We disqualify them. God is in the heavens rooting for the person to build strong willpower, to say no to the things that destroy them. Today we're talking about entrapment. If you're listening to me, I don't know what you're struggling with. Everybody's struggling with something. Mm -hmm. And I'll be honest with you. Yours might be be minimal to somebody. Somebody's might be more difficult than yours. Mm -hmm. But the key thing is, are you working yourself out of it? Are you working yourself for God to bring you to a place of recovery? When people are hurt or wounded, or they're sick, and the surgeons night touch them, they take them first to a recovery ward. Yes, give them time to come back to their true self. It's only the kingdom of God or God's uh, church that they kill or bury their wounded soldiers. A lot of people have just wounded in this battle called Christianity. Mm-hmm. That's why we have to lay emphasis on spiritual warfare. Mm-hmm. Don't let somebody give you excuses. Oh, I smoke, I drunk, I womanized. so I'm giving up. The devil is a liar. He's gradually snatching the strong men and women God has placed his anointing on to take him on in these last days. Mm-hmm. In the last days, we need men and women who are real. Men and women who know the real life so that when they're talking to the youth, they won't polish it and make it look as though if you smoke the devil is gonna get you and you're going to hell. Meanwhile, they still smoke undercover. Mm. We need real men and real women like the Paul who say that this thing is bothering me. I besotted the Lord three times. And the Lord looked at me and said, My grace is sufficient. What are you dealing with? But if the grace of God is not over your life, your nakedness would have been all on social media. Mm -hmm. But you're holding a gavel in your hands, ready to judge somebody else. What are you doing? And when you go into your room at midnight, you cry to God and beg God, don't let it come out. But the moment you have the opportunity to talk to people, you make it look like you just dropped from the heavens. Mm -hmm. And there's no sin stain on your mortal soul. Apart from the blood of Jesus, that cries for better things, let me tell you something, nothing can justify any human being. And I came to announce to you that he's able to save us to the last degree, including you, myself, and everybody. Those that come to him, because he's the mediator of God and man, and he's the only one that can bring you to that recovery ward, that will help you slowly to come out. Since entrapment is gradual, slowly, the same way you have to recover slowly. So if you are not strong overnight, don't give up. Don't throw in the towel. The master physician is working on you. He will restore you seven times over according to the word of God. Look at what the psalmist says in Psalm 124, 7. You can read it. It says, my soul has escaped as a bird. Out of the snare of the fowl, The snare is broken. And we are escaped. Our help is in the name of the Lord. If you have made man your help. You will be disappointed. If you have made finances your help. You will be dis- disappointed. If you have made human beings. Your arm of flesh. And trying to please people. To survive. You will be disappointed. But when you make God. Your health, he never gives up on anybody. You just entrapped. You need to recover yourself from the devil who is taking you captive against your will. You need to strengthen your will and his will so that you can say yes, Lord, and no to the devil and no to yourself. Maybe another time I'll break down these three will. See, sometimes we use our will to do bad things and blame the devil for it. For it. You have a will to make a choice. If you're listening to me and you need this prayer, I just want to pray a simple prayer for you. Like Paul said, I find another Lord. That trap that the devil uses, God, give me strength to seal that access point. Father, I pray for my brother, my sister, my son, and my daughter. Whoever is listening, whatever they're going through, the word says that with you all things are possible. can recover. Mm -hmm. Give them the strength they need Mm -hmm. in the mighty name of Jesus. Mm -hmm. Now I want to prescribe to you, give your life back to Christ. Mm -hmm. Don't do any religious thing. God is sick and tired of our religious uh, dogmas. Tell him you want to build relationship with him. And when you identify with him, His will will strengthen your will for you to say no to the things that weakens you. But the devil is a thief. If you don't commit yourself to Christ and to God's will, you come and take it. You captive against your will. God bless you. If this message has blessed you, please share it. Subscribe if this is the first time you are watching Wisdom Connection. Encourage your friends to also like and share our videos so that we can reach as many people as possible. Uh, God gives us the opportunity. Opportunity is very, very important. Amen. God bless you. Till we meet next week, this is Wisdom Connection. Don't be entrapped. Never be entrapped. Amen.